Hello again. This is another week with more Mystery Podcast, and I'm novelist Sherry Todd Bayshore. Albert Einstein was fascinated by dreams and actually studied time as a science. With the two suspense thrillers I'm featuring next, I delved into both dreams and time. From inside the wall cavity of a century-old building, inherited by cousins Olivia and Phoebe Jameson, were the remains of a man who died 80 years before, along with four original oil paintings still listed as missing from World War II. From the moment of that discovery, Olivia dealt with her growing feelings for the lead detective, the disruptive presence of an art investigator brought in to authenticate the paintings, and confusion over a series of reoccurring dreams that seemed to leave clues to the body in the wall. Then just when Olivia began to make sense of the clues in her dreams, a new murder complicated everything. Her cousin and the art investigator disappear. The case takes another turn, with neither the detective nor the art investigator who Olivia thought they were, and several countries after an accidental invention. Today is Dreamgate, grabbing air. The gate. A soft light drifts from behind a shadowed arch. Toward the arch, through a pale mist, one passes under the arch to stone steps carved by time. From the top step, the path leads to where it needs to. Chapter 1. Is this just an optical illusion, or is the distance on the guest room side of this wall longer than the distance on the den side? Olivia Jameson stood in the hall. She tipped her head to the left, then to the right. Her cousin Phoebe looked up from measuring furniture in the sitting room and joined Olivia in the hall. Phoebe studied one room, then the other. It could be, or it's just the bookcase. It makes the den look smaller. Or maybe, Olivia covered one eye, then the other. Phoebe, do you still have that measuring tape? Yep, here. The girls measured the length of both walls. They measured them twice. Olivia shook her head, looking at her cousin. I don't get it. The den walls are clearly shorter. And if we've measured correctly, they're shorter by a full 12 inches. That doesn't make sense. Did Aunt Nora ever say anything to you about her den? Olivia pulled out a few inches of measuring tape, then let it roll back into its case several times. No, and stop that. Phoebe took the metal measuring tape away from her cousin, then studied the floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall, built-in bookshelves. After removing several books, Phoebe knocked on the back of the emptied shelf with her knuckles, then used the measuring tape case. It sounds hollow behind there. Phoebe walked by Olivia in the hall and into the guest room, then knocked on the wall. This sounds solid, but then the outside of this building is brick. Maybe Aunt Nora had a secret life. Phoebe smiled with her typical impish rise of one eyebrow and hid stolen art behind a false wall. Olivia made a face. The Jameson cousins, both recent Colorado State graduates, couldn't have been more opposite even though their fathers were identical twins. Olivia's long, dark auburn hair and gray hazel eyes contrasted with Phoebe's pale blue eyes and short curly hair, the shade of corn silk. In coloring, they favored each of their mothers but in physical features and stature they had taken after the paternal side of their family. With that, both girls resembled their late Aunt Nora's cheekbones and chin, and they were both medium height, slim and athletic. Olivia shook her head. Yeah, right, that might have been you, but not Aunt Laura. 
Still in the hall, Olivia scanned its length from the guest room door all the way beyond the sitting room to the rear staircase. Do you remember if there was any windows on the south side of this building? There's a window in the front guest room that faces east onto Linden Street. There's another window in Aunt Nora's sitting room facing west that looks out onto the back alley. Phoebe shrugged. Obviously, there was a lot that we didn't pay attention to when Aunt Nora lived up here. She followed her cousin toward the sitting room, out a rear door, and then down a metal fire escape stairs. On the ground outside, a narrow alley that divided the center of the historic block of downtown shops flanked the south side of the building. Access to the rear of the store from the alley was by rows of narrow parking spaces for main floor business owners and any second floor guests. The late Nora Jameson hadn't been a tenant. She had owned and managed the main floor retail space, living above her business for convenience. Olivia and Phoebe didn't need to walk far to have their question answered. Oh my gosh, there it is! Olivia pointed toward the upper half of the vintage red brick building. I never noticed that shuttered window before. Not ever. Not even in all the years Aunt Nora owned her store. The den bookcase is in front of that window. Phoebe frowned, crossing her arms. The den actually has a window, but it was covered up. How odd. Scene change. The day had been a busy one. Olivia was drained, and all she remembered feeling was the cushion of her pillow. Then she was asleep. Dream scene. She walks toward a darkened arch through a fine gray-green mist in shallow fluid. Passing under the arch, she moves up three wide, uneven stone steps. From the top stone, she finds herself across the street from a train station. It's raining, and on the sign above an entrance door is printed Westminster. As she steps to cross the street, a brightly painted delivery van, McDonald's paint and hardware, rushes by, splashing water. Scene change. Olivia awoke with a start, relieved her experience was only a dream. That's the end of chapter one. And I hope so far you're really intrigued. As a former journalist, the fun of fiction was that I no longer needed to write to the limited space of a newspaper or magazine, but that still didn't mean that I could write anything and make it up. Factual research makes my fiction plot ideas a challenge, but really something that I enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and please stay tuned for Chapter 2 tomorrow of Dreamgate, Grabbing Air.